here. Just I'm just just trying to think of more desserts. It's just Should probably put them in custody. <laughs> What's up? We're recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> Holland Peppa, will you stop naming nuts? Cashew nut. Cashew nut. <laughs> Macadamia nut. That's the one that would always drive her, drive her crazy. I forget what he says. He's like, that's the one that always set her off or something. <clears throat> Holland peppers. What's, what's your favorite nut? Cashew, I think. I like a good cashew. cashew not no, not no half of a cashew either. I want a full ass cashew. Yeah. You know, they cost like $20 to make a cashew. Look, man. Nuts, nuts is not, they, it takes a lot of lot of energy to, to grow one. Yeah, it does. Yeah, like almonds are like real bad for the environment, I think. Turns out almonds are worse than, you know, SUVs. Yeah, I think they actually are. <laughs> it's Because yeah. the amount of water it takes to grow one is like insane amount of water or something. You know, all right, so here's the thing. Here's the thing that I think we need to get Grizzles to come on the show and teach us about. Uh-huh. Space nuts or something? I, I, I don't understand. What I was taught in elementary school was water evaporated into the sky. Yep. Formed, it then formed a cloud. Okay. And then it rained down to earth. Uh huh. And this is the water cycle. Yeah. Okay. So, where's that water going? How how are we gonna have a water shortage? All it needs to do is rain again. Well, I think the yeah, I think the key is like the the like water table or whatever, and like uh-huh. so many things like farms and things have like siphoned off that water table because like they human beings can reroute that water if they're in metropolitan areas so that's the thing with like with like the the almond farms and stuff is that they have like deals with these cities and stuff and they divert sure, a certain mean, amount of it but yeah I, I get is, yeah why don't we just uh, like why don't the sky just cry and give us evaporate water? again that's right well, it's all bullshit. Science is bullshit. So, I don't know. <laughs> I really want to understand this because, because like, where is it? Why is there? Okay, you take you take the water from Omaha, Nebraska, and you move it over to LA. All it's going to do is evaporate into a cloud, turn into a cloud, and then rain back down on Earth again. Where's this water going? If it goes away, where's it going? They've figured out a way to steal the water. It's the liberals still are stealing the water. <laughs> They're putting internet on trucks, and they're stealing water. Hey, they won't rest until everybody gets to have water. That's what they they won't stop. And then you won't get any. Once everybody's got some water, they won't let you have any. Oh, that's a classic example of the zero-sum understanding of... Bro, let's, we should be libertarians. Let's be libertarians. Careful. Careful. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry that I, I, I didn't realize you had I'm, taken up libertarianism. No, no, that's not at all. That's okay. not at all. All right, I'm just saying. No. I'm not judging you for it. 
No, I was saying be careful because I already pissed off Matt last week talking about <laughs> how he stores internet and trucks. Hey, man. You know, free market. They put that. They can put that internet in whatever truck they want, man. <laughs> put the, they put the water in trucks. They put the internet in trucks. I the water's in the truck. That's they use. The, they take the internet to where the water is. Steal the water. Put it right in the internet. Use that Wi-Fi signal to get rid of all that water. That's how it goes, man. That's how they do it. That's how they get you. Man, fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Um. What's up? This is episode one seventy two of Only Like Their Old Stuff, the podcast where we answer the question, "What's the hype?" I'm Jay Ho, and with me is Groove. <laughs> oh, I was I almost burped there in the middle of that. I just drank some coffee, and I'm had acid reflux for like seven days now. So what? Why? Why do you do that to yourself? I don't know. Cause I hate Didn't myself. Didn't you stop drinking coffee like a year ago? I did, but now I drink a cup every day. Okay. It was made. I thought it was making me feel like uh, lightheaded and shit, and I don't think it was. Uh, I mean, it was fine. Like I, I think that I don't know. Whatever. Fuck it. I'll do what I want. But I have had bad acid reflux for like a week. I don't know if I've ever had that. Really? It's awful, man. Yeah. When it's bad, it's real bad. Like keep me up at yeah. night and stuff. But I've been eating spicy food that I shouldn't be eating, so it's my fault. But Yeah, well, speaking of spicy food, I'm going to read a text message to, to you just because I think you'll enjoy hearing it. This is a text with um, Papo and his friend, Andrew. Okay. Um, I know who Andrew is, I think. Yeah. Bruce. Yeah. Andrew said... Uh, <clears throat> He chimed in because he knows that I'm a fan. He said, uncut gems, dot, dot, dot. Not a big fan. He said, I feel like I survived uncut gems. I didn't like Requiem. This was better, I thought, but somewhat similar experience. Mm -hmm. Like, as if to say, here's what the pain of existence feels like, of this existence. Yeah. And I went on to say, you know, I don't disagree with what you're saying, and and not enjoying it is, is relatable because I don't like horror movie. Yeah. But I really enjoyed how this movie captivated me, yeah. right? Um, and Papo came in and said, "Ah, interesting. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of enjoy the altered consciousness of it all. How a cinematic stimulus can change my body. Kind of like the only silver lining I get from eating really spicy food. Like, how did that shit just change my consciousness?" <laughs> I might be I might be misusing change my consciousness. I do mean like affecting my effect, fucking with your state, be it your emotional state, your psychological state, your heart rate, your anxiety or dread, etc. All that is potent stuff. And I like having my experiential motherboard act. That's a very papa statement for sure. But it's, I mean papa. it's got That's... I mean it's got a good point there. That's a good movie. <laughs> Takes you out of reality, puts you into a different existence. You know, I yeah. A movie like that. That's I don't I don't know if that's why I didn't didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Uncut Gems. We talked about it before. I didn't love it. I I wanted to like it more than I did. I really wanted to like it. I was like, this is the kind of movie that I would like. And then maybe it was just too much anxiety for me. I don't know what it was. But it's just like it does not stop. It is relentless. The whole the whole movie. 
I think it's a I think it's a, a well made film. I think it's good performance by Adam Sandler and other people in the cast. But um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, maybe I like the, maybe I like the sequel better. Uncut Gems too. <laughs> Uncut Gems too. The cutting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what's up? What's up? You got any housekeeping? No. We had a we got we got we got it kind of under the gun for this episode. We were trying to record on Memorial Day weekend and didn't get around to it. And here it is Tuesday. Whatever. That's just how it is. It's been busy, busy weekend, man. Um, so you no, no housekeeping? None. No. You. Nah. You. I what? I guess we ain't got no fans no more. No, nobody listens anymore. Um, <laughs> so what's your hype? Uh, well, I mean, I may as well just chime in and go ahead and say I got I got silver medal at the Masters World Championships. Damn, that's so, awesome. I didn't even know that. I didn't know that's the event you were competing in this weekend. Yeah, it was uh, it was virtual, so it's not really like I don't even have any videos. And candidly, I didn't really lift as well as I lifted before, like back in March. Yeah. Um, but you know, second is second. That's crushing it, man. That's I, awesome. Funny thing is, I was I, I, a buddy of mine called me who's just like, you know, he's a good friend. He's like, hey, man, didn't you have a competition? How'd you do? I said, I got second. And he's like, oh, if you ain't first, you're last. You fucking first loser. And he, I let him keep going. You know, yeah, I let yeah, him yeah. keep going because it does, you know, I don't really care Whatever. that much. And I, <laughs> I let him give me a hard time for like three minutes straight. And I was like, well, you know, I mean, it wasn't world championships. <laughs> <laughs> so second in the world, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Sure. That's the, a little bit disingenuous. Second in the world, masters, masters, you yeah. know, so age restricted. Right. But still. But that guy that got first place fucking killed it. Yeah. Killed it. Yeah, he's really good. So um, kudos to him, Tom Dewar, D-U-E-R. Snatch 150, clean and jerk 175. At 330 pounds, he snatched. Damn. For context, my lifetime best is 310. Jeez. So he's 20, he snatched 20 pounds more Dead than I did. He lifetime. just now came yeah. into the age group. Yeah. That's how, yeah, that's crazy. But that second, man, that's great. You've been crushing it this year. Sure. You've had a, you've had a, take a silver. spectacular year. Spectacular 12 months of, of lifting, I think. Yeah, it goes into my not the hype too, though. Um, and I'll go ahead and knock both these out, and then we'll focus on you. Two things: one, I'm done cutting weight. Okay, I'm done cutting weight. I hate it. I had to sit in a bathtub. Uh, you heard that right? Hey, that sounds because great. I, I didn't have the time to go to a sauna, so I had to sit in an Epsom salt bath. And I think I sat in that bath for maybe 15 minutes. And I lost two pounds in 15 minutes. And I didn't realize I was losing weight that fast. I stood up. I was I was out of it. I was out of it for like a I don't know, 15 minutes or so. Like I was Damn, like, you're lucky you didn't pass out, man. Shit. Well, you know, look, man, we got you know, we gotta cut this weight. Yeah, it sucks. So it cutting, like it sucks. cutting weight sucks. And then um I made the decision I'm gonna I was supposed to do another competition and and Detroit on July 4th and I've made the decision I'm going to pull out of it because I can't I can't keep up yeah 
I gotta, I gotta take some rest. I gotta, I yeah. gotta work on my foundation. All right. Gotta get, gotta, gotta, gotta put the pieces back into place. Need so some me time. Yeah. I, gonna... I got you. <laughs> <laughs> more like, more like, I gotta do all the, um, all the stuff I don't like doing. Yeah. You know, snatch and clean and jerk. That's like the dessert. Yeah. Um, and all the vegetables is like the bodybuilding, the core work, the squats. I went out to play disc golf yesterday and I was cursing. I haven't been in that much pain. Yeah. My my back is 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 fried. Yeah. It's totally fried. So that's tough, man. I can't um, imagine lifting that much. I mean, when I was DJing all the time, those fucking speakers are heavy as shit and carrying them up and down stairs and shit. My back would just be wrecked from that. And it's not nearly what you're doing, you know, like, well, fucking, yeah, I mean, it just comes down to like lift them in a hey, car and, you know, I'm coming suck. up 38. Yeah. I don't recover in mm-mm, three days. Mm-mm. That's what somebody told me. The warranty runs out at 30 and that's really true. And so it's hey. like now, you know, yeah. I'm 40, 40 something. I don't, I don't even know how old I am anymore. So old I am. And it so just doesn't hype? even. My hype is uh, I'm like the I'm the guy that grills at the cookout now, and I'm cool with that. We started getting, you know, like oh. we had our first like gatherings with friends this weekend, like official. We've been, you know, kind of seeing people here and there over the past couple months, but we had a big cookout at my buddy Matt's house, and he did a crawfish boil because he's like mm-hmm. he's got roots from he's kind of his family's from from New Orleans. And so he did a crawfish boil, but he was like, hey, man, uh, you're good on the grill. Will you cook the burgers while I'm doing that? Because he made burgers and wings for people that didn't want to eat the seafood. So I was like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, man. I just went over there and did that and, you know, got real into it. He's got the real nice, like, Traeger grill. So I was just like, you know, I brought my apron with me and everything and, like, oh, grilled it up. And everybody was real happy with it. And then yesterday we we went over to our friend Parker and Veda's house. And uh, they were like, Parker's a chef. Like, he's a... Like, I've talked about him before on the show. He's like a real deal, like, really creative chef, works in high-end restaurants. Awesome. Just, he's taught me so much about cooking. And he was like, hey, man, he's like, I just don't cook on the grill as good as you do. Will you just cook the food tonight? And I was like, holy shit. I was like, I was like, Parker, he's like, I just am ready to admit that I'm not that great on the grill. And and I'm like, well, I'm not going to walk into the chef's house and say, let me get on the grill. But I, like, really appreciate it. He let me, like... He gave me his apron to wear, so it was like this ceremonial, almost like he had chosen me. You know, it was like being knighted or something. And so, and uh, I was nervous, man. But I threw I threw the chicken and the pork chops on the grill, and I, I thought I burned the pork chops a little bit. Turns out they were perfect, just a little crisp on the outside, like a little little crust on them. He's like, it's amazing. So that was awesome. So I'm just the dude that grills, you know, at the at the party, and I, I'm fine with that. Other people are chit chatting, and I'm just it gives me something to do, you know, that I'm not because I'm anxious being around people, and so it's like nice to be able to just go serve people, you know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, there's so many different directions I can go in with this, but <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I will Man, say that's dude. hype. Uh, I'm happy for you. Fucking yeah. Rain Man on the grill over here. <laughs> hey, man. I'm just like, I'm a very good driver. So, yeah. I, I just, I'm just real glad you didn't lean into the ego part when he, Parker gave you the apron and talking about, well, I don't know. He's a world class chef and he wants me to cook for him. So, you know, who's you know really, I'm not saying I'm really better than him, but like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did let me use his grill, you know. So. 
Yeah. He didn't. It doesn't sound like he let you. It sounded like he asked you. He did. It sounded like he was basically begging you, please, sir, teach me. Well, he, you know? nah, I mean, he went up me because, like, he, he had me, or uh, Veda had me grill some peaches, put some peaches on the grill. Uh-huh. And then I was like, man, uh-huh. these would be good with some, like, whipped cream. We didn't get any. He's like, wait a minute. And he went and got heavy cream out of the fridge and whipped it up into a delicious dessert, you know? So I was like, all right, well. There we go. Yeah, I, I'm. I am. Yeah, I am humbled. You yeah, know. Is. yeah, you're yeah. a one trick pony. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, I know how to do everything else. Well, yeah, no, it's good else. to know. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't have a grill anymore, but I used to have a grill. Yeah, and uh, I never really took to it. I didn't for a long. You know, just later in life, I just was like, hey, this is kind of cool. I like cooking on the grill, and I don't know. Could go outside. The dog likes to hang out by the grill, so he's like my assistant. Because he's like he always thinks, "Oh, maybe I'll get some of that food from the grill." He never does, but you know, it's cool. But yeah, that's my hype. What's my not the hype? Goddamn cell phone! Holy shit! I had so I have I have I love my phone. The Pixel I have the Pixel Three, and I got it because it screens phone calls automatically. So I get so many robocalls. I don't know about you, but I get so many like spam calls now that I can almost not use well, my phone. My iPhone screens. Does it? Calls. Well, it used to not. Yeah. When I got the when I got the Pixel, it didn't screen the calls, but now it's caught up to where the Pixel is, I guess. Anyway, sure. so one day, like last week, I literally like pushed send on the last payment on the phone because you know I just have it tacked onto my bill, uh-huh. and it's like as the payment was being processed. The battery just stopped working in the phone. It wouldn't wouldn't charge. So I took it into the place, you know, and the guy was like, oh, well, you know, the battery's probably screwed up. You just have to get a new phone. And he's like, I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I'll just get the new Pixleys. And I, nope, sold out of them all for six months. Uh, yeah, we don't have any any phones at all that are new. Not a single phone. I'm like, what the fuck? You don't have any phones, Verizon? None? He's like, let me call the other stores in town. Calls those stores. Nope, they ain't got any phones either. So I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, be without a phone for six months? What are, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, we've got one. And it's like the Pixel, but it's not the new one. It's like the next one down. So I just had to fucking buy the one that I didn't want to buy. And so now I have I have a new fucking phone when I didn't want to have one. But whatever. It pisses me off. And then it's like, it's amazing how like, now when you get a phone, you get a new phone, it just transfers all the shit over automatically. I don't even know how it works. It's just magic. It's all it's like this is my this is how my old phone was. Except for like the four or five apps that won't fucking work cuz you got to like send in your driver's license basically to get it to like fucking sign in and shit. And so I've just been struggling with getting that shit back online. And I was like thinking I when I had it cuz I have a tablet and I was like, without my phone for, a, I was like, I can get, I can go a couple weeks without my phone. I can do that. Yeah. I can just use the tablet. I don't like to talk on the phone anyway. I went one day and by the end of the day, I was like, fuck this. I got to have, I can't use this tablet for this shit. I can't be texting on this tablet. I got to go get a phone. So I just had to go get a phone. I can just picture you with that band, like Moses typing just, on the Ten Commandments over here. Just like, <laughs> huh? Yeah. 
So yeah, just read, snap it, snapping the tablet open like a newspaper, sitting on the couch in the morning. Well, let me see what kind of messages I got <laughs> on Instagram today. Mm. You fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you look like yes. with them shitty ass pixel phones anyway. Shut up, man. I, this thing's fucking sleek. My fucking, <laughs> I got a bag phone now. Fucking hell. Um. <laughs> Oh, now he's looking at his phone. Now he's reading it. Okay. There how go. big how big is that text? It's uh, you know. Got the text. Um yeah, what's what's you're not the hype then? Oh, you did you already said what you're not the hype. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah I couldn't yeah, wait. Fuck that. Um what's your hype still out? So um I went out to eat with some friends <laughs> of mine on Sunday night. Uh these two friends that I always go out to eat with on Sundays, and we we were watching the game the Celtics playoff game against Brooklyn. Um, and I downloaded Rhode Island sports book on my phone. So here in Rhode Island, they use your GPS on your phone to make sure that you're within the state. Okay. But you so can, you can bet on sports. Wow. Via an app on your phone. That seems dangerous. Everything, everything, anything yeah. you want all at that, a casino. Yeah. So I was betting on the game yeah. because I was sitting next to my friend Bianca who had like a five game parlay. Yeah. And the hype is still out because, you know, I don't know. I could because speaking of uncut gems. <laughs> <laughs> uncut gems too. Yeah. Be careful. It's very on brand for yeah. the Celtics to bet on the Celtics too. Um, yeah. 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 That seems so like my- trouble, man. I mean, I, I did – you know, I bet I bet on the Super Bowl. It's my first sports betting in like five years. I won twenty five dollars or something, and uh, I have not bet since. So. Yeah, I haven't bet since twenty twelve. Yeah, it's probably actually yeah. it was probably back since then since I bet before the Super Bowl. Yeah, because we were betting on yeah. basketball we back then a betting. little bit. Yeah, yeah, we were doing some betting. I, I figure I'll play here. around with it and see what's up. I got this kid that I coach. I think I mentioned this yeah, yeah. back when I did it. Yeah, he's yeah. he bets on like Turkish soccer. Yeah. I he can't yeah, I can't do all that. That's too too much stress for me. But I gotta know the sport. It's just not fun. Me. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah, for you me. wanna like yeah. you want it to be kind of you a wanna game. think that you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. You don't wanna just be like Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so we'll see. That'll be my thing. Yeah. Um <clears throat> my still out is uh sorry not really hype still out, but I, I, I made Mythic again in Magic <laughs> on Arena. So like the top level. And I tried really hard to make the top twelve hundred again and I lost the very last match right before the timer went out for the month. And finished thirteen eighty one instead of twelve hundred. So <laughs> uh, it's kind of not the hype, but it's kind of a follow up on like my attempts at like making it. But it sucks. I didn't qualify for the tournament, but at least I made Mythic again. It's really frustrating though. Yeah. Are they gonna do that tournament once they cancel all the pro stuff? Well, it, it, you don't. I. I mean, I guess they're gonna have an alternate version of that stuff. So I guess it will qualify for whatever the. But the problem is they haven't told anybody what that's going to be. So as of right now, no. There would be no reason to qualify for the tournament because the tournament would have nothing to qualify you for. But if they have whatever replacement they come up with for the Pro Tour or whatever, 
I guess it will qualify for that, but I think it's going to cause a huge drop off in people playing uh, online at least, but in-person events are coming back now. So they're kind of focusing on that for the time being, but yeah. Maybe a 1381 will become 1127. Yeah. Well, it might be if there was not so many people playing it, of course it would, you know, it's like when I made it before it was a lot less people playing to try to make top 1200. So, and they've never changed the, the scope of that to make it bigger. But anyway, that's just to say that, yeah, I did that. And, so is that, that so is that to say that you were top twelve hundred when there were twelve hundred and thirty people playing? No, no, but it was like it could have been like half the number of people playing now. Yeah. So you know, it just depends because yeah. like it, well, yeah. I made it early in the pandemic and then later in the pandemic, and then people had started playing more online instead of in paper. Yeah. But whatever, it's fine. <clears throat> So, uh, what I've been consuming this week on Sunday, yeah, I had plans with our boy Bill. Yep, we were to meet at four thirty at the movie theater in the mall. Okay, to go see a movie together. Now, I have something has changed in my life and I am now like often five to seven minutes late. <laughs> yeah. Not to work. Yeah. You know, but to like dinners and appointments with friends. And if there's, you know, I had a friend that was having a cookout that wound up everything being indoors this weekend because it's been 50 degrees and rainy all week. It's cold here too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I you know, my friends, they were having a, a cook in from like, 12 to 5. Yeah. And so for me, I was like, I'll get there at 2. You know, yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not going to get there at noon. And uh, <clears throat> I was like, that's plenty of time. I'll, <clears throat> I'll stay long enough and I'll, I'll go meet up with Bill and we'll go see this movie. And I was, I was like, really stoked to go see a movie with Bill. Yeah. You know? um, and I'm pulling up to the mall and the traffic is backed up in such a way that I've never seen before. And I actually called Bill because I was so excited because I was going to be like 17 minutes early. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pimping, you know what I mean? I'm early. Like I'm back to my old self. I'm running early everywhere and mm -hmm. nobody's going to beat me. Nobody's going to yeah. get there first. And then I hit this traffic and it turns out the, the power at the mall went out oh god but the movie theater still had power yeah but the power being out meant the parking garage entrance was all fucked up and yeah, so yeah. I, had to, I had to wrap around and i wound up jogging to get up the escalators you gotta go up the escalators to the third floor yeah i'm chill up right on time out of breath yeah <laughs> yeah uh, we went to see Wrath and Man. What? Which is, I'm getting some feedback. Well, you need to sit like closer to the computer, I think, maybe. You sound like better when you're not back. All right. There you go. That sounds better. Is that Actually, okay? That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. We went to see Wrath and Man with Jason Statham. <laughs> okay. Ad okay. Ad adapted <laughs> by and directed by Guy Ritchie. 
Okay. I like Guy Ritchie stuff. I'm I'm a Guy Ritchie <laughs> fan. So this is like this I made the analogy that this is like Spike Lee's Inside Man in that it wasn't his original script. Yeah. It was him directing something that was a little bit more kind of down the middle. Yeah. Um so it wasn't quite a Guy Ritchie movie. Mm. There was some some notes in there that were Guy Ritchie specific, but like yeah. there's a a scene a scene where he used uh, Johnny Cash's Folsom Prison Blues song. Yeah. Which was like super Guy Ritchie. Yeah. But this movie was equal parts awful and awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's and a Jason we, Statham joint, right? So I see, yeah, yeah, it was so like... much fun. <laughs> we had such a good time. But it was so bad. We 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 you know immediately afterwards we just like he had something that he needed to ask me and I had something that I needed to ask him. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean yeah, about yeah. about how bad that movie was. But it was it was a great time. And I tell you what, if you're if you're dying to get back to the movie theaters and you just nothing in the movie theaters is good right now, no, so you may no. as well go see yeah. Wrath of Man because it's real. It's a fun. It's a heist movie. It's a revenge movie. It's yeah. It's a Jason Statham movie. You know, I mean, that guy is. Yeah. I, I don't know how much HGH he's still got, but he's he's taking testosterone. He's taking all of it. Yeah. the One of the most fun experiences that I've had in recent years was going to see The Meg in the theater with him, which is oh, about the giant shark. And it was absolutely atrocious, but just in a way where you could just talk during the whole movie and be like, what? Look at that. That's stupid. Like, it was just stupid in a fun way, I guess. So I, I can see that. I think he's the king of yeah, that guess, kind of movie. This is a little bit more self-serious than that movie. Well, Guy Ritchie's uh, like an artistic director, so it's kind of surprising that he would have something that's sort of like... I don't know. So... It's got Post Malone in it. All right, I'm in. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, don't 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 go for Post Malone though. He ain't here for that long. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, it's good. It plays with time. Yeah. Um, and uh, Jason Statham, peak Jason Statham. Yeah. Totally stone faced. Just... He's probably got twelve lines of dialogue throughout the entire movie. He 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 I... he. he takes it serious anything he does he takes it serious it seems like so he's not a great actor but he definitely gets an a for effort he delivers he try he tries his ass off you know and like gotta respect that so yeah you know it's funny because i feel like back in the day like with snatch and lock stock like he was doing a lot he at least he had a lot more dialogue back then yeah, well, he wasn't like anointed as like an action hero then. It feels like at some point he just became like the, the rock light, and then it's like okay, well, I just. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think it, when when you're given the role, like uh, those roles that were like actually required him to act, kind of went away, and I think you you atrophy at that point, you know. So that's yeah. And then, when was that turning point? Is it the transporter? Yeah, I think so. That was Prob- a, probably that was a, a an incredibly. Yeah dumb concept yeah. yeah yeah for sure super dumb we've done it several times since then though yeah baby driver oh yeah Ronan. yeah italian job yeah i guess that was probably the first like oh this heist is about driving cars yeah fast car heist movie 
Yeah. I'm in, man. I, I this I I love a heist movie. That's what I, I've come to believe. But you know, it's funny because uh, we walked out of that theater and I was like, man, that just made me want to watch Den of Thieves again. <laughs> and Bill was like, yeah, not even Heat. No, you don't want you don't leave them want to watch Heat. You leave this movie wanting to watch Den of Thieves, which is like poor man's version of the poor man's heat yeah you know it's like two, two steps, steps down from, from heat yeah. this is like four steps down from heat oh man but it's got all the hits it's got everything yeah. you want out of a heist movie um but none of the substance it's yeah. great it's really wonderful right. there's there's this thing um that food scientists have been working on for years and you'll know about it if you think about like cheetos or like cheese doodles it's called reduced caloric density. Mm-hmm. It's when food that is, it can be still be high in calories, but it evaporates in your mouth. When it yeah. melts in your mouth, it, your brain tricked into thinking you're not eating the same amount of caloric density as you're used to eating with something with more substance. And that's exactly what this movie is. Yeah. You, you just, you consume it and you have no idea that it's actually like, you're not actually watching a movie. I don't know, whatever. It's great. Yeah. It was great fun. I can't wait to do it again. I'll, I'll, I'll be going to see um, F9 with bill june okay. 25th for sure um we've got a couple of different movies that we're gonna be going to see I've, I've got a friend that wants to see really bad movies and excuse me great movies uh i've got a friend that wants to have great cinematic experience here in providence and that's bill so we're that's going. great i'm glad that's good i'm i'm excited to go back <laughs> to the movies i haven't I haven't ventured out yet to that but kind of waiting to well, see we, uh, you know we'll we see were that. in a, i mean i'll tell you it was a it was a rainy <laughs> Yeah. Holiday weekend, yeah. There was six people in that movie yeah. theater. Yeah, I mean, I think people just aren't quite ready to go back to the movie theater, probably. But I'm, I'm getting there. I, I, I'm, I'm just saying, if like, you man, go back, I'm, ain't, ain't nobody else gonna be there. Yeah, I'm fine with that all the time, anyway. Yeah. But. So, uh, what's your consuming? Uh, I got one thing. So, the summertime, for some reason, I, uh, I, I. There's certain things, TV shows and things that I connect to the summer, right? Because I used to watch them as a kid when I was on summer vacation, right? And we're getting close to when I would be out of school. And so for some reason, I just got a craving to start watching The Price is Right again. So, you know, I'm working from home still. And so I've just been like eating my lunch a little bit early and at 11 a.m. watching The Price is Right, just watching some pricing games. And, you know, there's something comforting about it. It's different now because they've got they're doing like pandemic style, so they don't have an audience, and they've like limited the amount of people and stuff. But the games are still the same, and uh, yeah. you know, you know, I, mean, I still yell at the TV, you know, during <laughs> it. And some dude who was on there the other day, and it, he was he had been on the sh- he had won on the show in 1988, and they had a little clip of him like on the show when he was young and then he's older now obviously he's you know and he won again on the new you know the new one and he won both showcases i was like holy shit that dude is like the well, price is right master cuz if you get if you get like within $200 you get both showcases so uh with, really? with your bid yeah so what do you get a nice new Chevy Malibu one of them was like a Chevy Malibu, you know, something like that, yeah. and a boat, and a, and a couple trips, and an outdoor grill system thing, and some other stuff. Like, yeah. The th- I w- I, the thing you want to win on the prices right is money. You don't want to win the prizes because you got to pay taxes on the prizes. You got to pay taxes on the money too, but like, just not saying. 
Do you uh, not have an option to just like cash in the prizes for money? I think so, but I think the amount of it is so um is so not in your favor that you just want to get the prize probably. I don't know. I'm not I'm not 100% certain how it works, but sell that sell that Chevy Malibu on the streets. Yeah. They sometimes they have good nice cars on there now though. They've given away yeah. like Tesla on there before, yeah. In recent really? recent times, yeah. That, I wonder if Elon knows about that. I don't know, you know. Probably gonna he's probably gonna demand that he gets to host. <laughs> you know. Move over to Drew Carey. <laughs> That's all I got for consuming the Is Death Cab a band? <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Look, if you're not if you're not watching the OC, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the OC, bitch. So this is the OC. Oh, what episode? What number is it for the season? It's OC season two, episode five. Is it five? I thought it was seven. It almost wasn't. Uh, dead air. It is episode six, season two, episode six. Okay. Um. So this is the Chrismica episode for this year. And notably, the Chrismica episode in season one wasn't good. Had this like annoying subplot of Marissa getting caught shoplifting and then her and Ryan yelling at each other and almost getting caught with an open container in the car. And like there wasn't much Chrismica to it. It was just a bunch of arguing and bickering. And this one focuses more on the Chrismica, which is Seth's made-up holiday, which combines his Jewish heritage and his, you know, Christian heritage uh, by combining Christmica, Christmas and Hanukkah into eight days of gifts plus one day of lots of gifts. Um, and uh, this, I, I just like. There's not a lot to this episode. The main, it's mostly about Chrismica. Uh, notably, the extraneous characters such as Zach and um, uh, DJ Olivia Wilde and Olivia Wilde are not in this episode. Lindsay is; she's the only one of the new char- quote unquote new characters that are involved. So the storyline has been it is a holiday episode, so it is kind of stripped down to the bare essentials of the show, uh, which is our main characters, the Scooby Doo gang, and then you know Lindsay's involved in it too to give like the plot line of the thing. Um, it's about, you know, Seth trying to get everybody into the holiday spirit. Um, and, uh, you know, things, this drama with Lindsay and Caleb, you know, Caleb being Lindsay's dad are brought to light during this episode. And that's sort of the like dramatic, uh, thing that they have to deal with is how the, the, the tremors of that shaking their family. You know, uh, Kirsten finds out she has a sister, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, there's just not much to go over with the plot other than that stuff. But I think this episode is one of the best episodes of the entire series. Um, I don't know how you I, felt about I, it. I I think I stand in direct opposition to you. Really? I think it's fantastic. Like, it focuses on Chrismica. I love that, like, Summer's excited about Chrismica. Everybody's like excited about Christmas. Uh, Lindsay has made uh, the what is the Santa Claus hat? Yamakas she's made. Yeah, Claus. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Claus. Everybody's getting hyped about the the the. I, I what didn't you like about it? 
Well, I think it was because there wasn't really any, I mean, there is a B story. Okay, so if we say that the A story is Caleb's, you know, love child, love child being and revealed. the B story is, you know, Chris McCoy itself, then the C story is, you know, the old lobster rolling in the bed that Julie and, and um, Jimmy are doing. Yeah, there is that. That is a, a major, like, that's kind of the scandalous subplot in this one is that, that Julie and Jimmy... The show doesn't know what to do with Jimmy, and so they're making him have a, an affair with Julie. Um, you know, all the while Caleb's about to go to jail for all this shit. You know, but I just uh, didn't think that the show. I mean, I felt like all the comedy in it was tired. Um, it was Seth being self-aware and being the kind of like the the guy that the writer's room could use to make fun of themselves when he's talking about like, oh, this is what happens when holidays get out of proportion. And yeah. to, now they're going to ask me to ask <laughs> yeah. Easter Passover combination, this kind of stuff. And, it, you know, I mean, it was the self-aware humor that yeah. Seth brought didn't really make me laugh. It didn't feel that novel to me. Um, the drama of the show is drama that has been carried over from other episodes. So nothing about the episode was all that new or fresh. I did enjoy Summer's reaction to yeah. uh, Summer and Marissa both, like, you know, acting, like saying they really wanted to be a part of it. And then when Seth invited them, acting nonplussed about it and then actually being excited about it. I did like that. I, I wonder if this episode had hit during a holiday time, I would have been a little bit more into it. I think it would be easier to buy into it if it was Christmas time. It did play. I think it originally did play around Christmas time or it was, oh, the, it was the holiday episode. So it lined up. Yeah, with that. of course um, it was just, I only took like six notes on this whole episode. Yeah. Well, I didn't take many it, notes either, but I, I just, cause I was enjoying it. I don't know. I thought it was stripped it down to like the basics of the show these characters that I like yeah. and like, I'd like to involve summer and Marissa in a way that they they've been on the outside because they're not involved. They're not friends anymore with Seth and, and Ryan kind of, and they're brought it. They have they, the fact that they're the ones that have said Christmas. They, they, they like care. They yeah. care about this dumb they bought into. And I can appreciate that. Cause like we've gotten lots of people to care about dumb things in the past. And like, I don't know. I just think it, I don't know. It was just I, a charming I, episode to me. I thought it was delightful, I, and I thought it was really funny. Where, but. Even though I don't think that I, I, I didn't think it was that good of an episode. I, I'm not mad at you for liking yeah. it so much. I can see, you know, like I see your points for liking it so much. I was just like, I got really excited when I saw the title of the episode. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah, Christmas episode. Hell yeah, you know, yeah. I'm here for this. And then I just kept like waiting for it to get good and it was just like the stuff about Lindsay and caleb and kirsten's reaction that was tough that was brutal yeah. you know i mean throwing the vase at, at caleb's head and seth standing up to his grandfather and saying i think you should leave and yeah you know it was just like it was really heavy there was I, yeah, and, no, I, yeah i got i got dusty a little bit for me at a few points where i was like damn that's uh oh intense yeah there were some emotions um I was disappointed with Sandy in this episode. I was really disappointed that Sandy kind of spilled the beans while he was grilling to Seth and Ryan. Uh, yeah, that seemed a little bit, a little bit forced, um, or a little bit like, really, like, why would you do that? Like, I don't know, but yeah, you don't. That's not <laughs> something you tell to high school boys. Yeah, 
especially when one is trying to find a love interest in the other, uh, in, in the actual subject of that, of that illicit, you know, kind of information. I, I even, I really wanted to dig the over the top reference, but I felt like it was a little too cheeky. I love that movie over the top. It was a movie that I grew up on and, yeah. and watching on a regular but basis. And remember but, they watched it last year. That is an actual reference to what they did last year. Fair enough. That that's one of the that's the movie that Sandy's like we're gonna rent over the top. That was in the Christmas episode last season. So okay, yeah, okay. that's why they we made that the reference Bible. to it. So yeah, it was a it was a callback. I had forgotten that. Um, I I loved I did love the Yama Claws. <laughs> yeah, it's loved it was so absurd, and the fact that they got so hyped about it was like. It's adorable. A, a charming. Yeah, I, I, I just say there's a lot of charming stuff in this episode. I mean, you do have the sinister, like, Julie and Jimmy, like, affair, tawdry thing, but, like, I don't know. And there's, like, some intense, deep emotional stuff with Lindsay and her dad is, and, you know, it sucks that her, like, she's put in a real bad place. And But Seth comes to the rescue with her, and, you know, he tells her, you're a Cohen world of interlacing self. He also said to, uh, um, in season yeah. one, um, that was my second favorite line in the show. Welcome yeah. to a lifetime of insecurity and self realizing self doubt. I think the, the throwaway line that I'm not sure I would have caught if I wasn't watching <laughs> with subtitles on. Mm-hmm. Um, when Caleb is admitting to Lindsay that yeah. he is her father, we've got Summer, Marissa, Seth, and Ryan by the French doors. Yeah. Lindsay right in front of them. We've got Sandy and Kayla next to them. We've got uh, Kirsten by the island and then Julie and, uh, and, and Jimmy are in there. And then Renee, Lindsay's yeah. mom is in there too. And Seth just says quietly, good thing the kitchen is roomy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that I did. I did pick up on that line. I did. And I wasn't watching with subtitles, but surprisingly I heard oh. that one. Um, yeah, it, well, that's a, I think that's a callback too to the fact that like whenever something dramatic happens in their family, everybody's standing in the kitchen. You know, it's happened kitchen. at Thanksgiving. It happened at like you know other times in the show, and I think it's kind of like a, a sort of breaking the fourth wall kind of thing there. Um, that scene was like the the best part of that scene was Summer and Marissa just like being like, uh. <laughs> Whoa, should we leave or what? Like they were just kind of like staring at each other, like what the fuck? Like you know, they had to do with it. By the way, I like I like Summer's outfit. Yeah, um, she's too. really yeah. they've really put her in a lot of linens this year. They have, and, yeah, uh, it works. That's good. It works for her. It's yeah. Good. I, I like that their 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 answer to that question was let's go hang out with Captain Oates. Up yeah, in Seth's yeah they did. They went and hung out with Captain Oates. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, am I trying to watch that episode again? No. Um, yeah, I, I, am I always going to watch a Christmas yeah. episode? I am always going to be excited <clears throat> for one. Yeah, absolutely. I loved it. I thought great. I think I still stand by it. I think it's one of the best episodes of the show. Um, it's just, definitely got the most saccharine ending of, of probably any episode yet. It does, but I think that's fitting for a holiday episode. So, yeah, you know, it's You're like, right. But, um, you know, and it introduces this, this interesting wrinkle with this new family member, you know, 
Um, which I honestly don't know how it gets followed up because I know that like I did not remember Lindsay being a part of the show, so I know at some point in time we say goodbye to that character in some way, but I don't know when. Um, but right now it's stirring I, it up. I so. agree. I've completely I forgotten what totally happened. Totally forgot. Yeah. Um, I think honestly, aside from some stuff that happens in either season three or season four, yeah, we are in bleed new for me. I've just forgotten. And you, you remembered more than I did. Um, do you want to go over some music cues for the sh- episode? Yeah, absolutely. Let's start with Seth singing that Christmas song to the Tenth Cat for Cutie. I was dying for that to actually happen. Yeah, I know. It's at the end where they do the, once again a nice crane shot, you know, pulling up above <laughs> the thing. Um, See, that's in the trivia. Seth uses the phrase, oh no, uh, Seth makes a reference to writing a Christmas song to the tune of Death Cab for Cutie entitled uh, A Lack of Color. The song titled Lack of Color is one of Adam Brody's favorite bands, but the song has been featured in the show before in The Goodbye Girl. And do you think that Lack of Color title has to do with his Christmas scale? Because his Christmas scale was all browns and yeah. it was like taupe and, you know, I mean, we're in charge. I didn't think now. about that, yeah. but that's, yeah, I think that's like reference to that yeah. well it was unique to me because he, he kept using colors that were not it was like beige it yeah. was not yeah, regular it colors that you'd see on yeah. the color wheel it was like neutral yeah. colors yeah um we had christmas is going to the dogs performed by the eels uh Ooh. pretty notable eels on that it's their christmas song which i think they might have written for this show um as performed by harmar superstar um uh, we had a guster song mamacita Hustle by Van McCoy, uh, Carol of the Meows, performed by Guster, which I <laughs> I thought that was great when they're like doing the the meows. It's the you know, it's the Carol of the Bells, but it's cat meows. Um, yeah, one of the montages. I thought that was really kind of funny. It made me think of uh, that uh, Run the Jewels remix. Yeah, the Meow, the Jewels. they did the whole album of the meow sounds. Yeah. Um, Christmas performed by Leona Nace and Silent Night. Um, Performed by Chap Two Hundred, and maybe this Christmas, a cover, um, by Ron Sexsmith. Um, notably, one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time was a song that was written for this episode, but was not used because it was deemed too dark. And that was by uh, that was uh, Just for Now by uh, Imogene Heap, who has really? other songs on the show. And uh, yeah, she she. She talks about it, and when she does, she does an awesome live version of that song, uh, where she like using looping pedals and stuff, and looping her own voice over and over again. And she talks about how she wrote this song for the OC, and the music director was like, uh, "It's a little too dark for us, so we'll pass on it." It's like a little too dark for us it, for this episode, where we find out this sixteen-year-old girl is the illegitimate love child of the patriarch of the yeah, family. Yeah, where we ruin several people's lives. And the song is about like family, like uh, conflict at the holidays. So I don't know. It just seemed perfect, but I guess they just didn't like the sound of it or something. But anyway, yeah, I say it's great. I think watch it and enjoy it, and you say not, but that's fine. We can disagree on that. Uh, and I, I get, I, don't I understand. Think it's great, I understand. But I, th- I think it's worth watching. I understand your point of view on it, but. I just really was, maybe I'm like overrating it because this first Christmas episode was not good at all. And this was just really, God, I, th- I felt like it stripped away the extra distractions from the show, which I understand have to be there because got to have new drama this season, but it kind of stripped it back to like that. 
it made me feel like season one again a little bit. So I don't know. Yeah, it was it was it wasn't a bottle episode, but yeah. it was that kind of yeah. same thrust of like we're just gonna keep the core here. Yeah, yeah, and just kind of like I would love to see a bottle episode with like Seth and Marissa. Yeah, yeah, I would too. Or Seth and Caleb. Yeah, I agree. That'd yeah, be cool. that'd be great. They're like stuck on a bit or something. Yeah. Yeah. They go out on yeah. Seth's little summer, yeah. summer's Eve or whatever. whatever. Summer's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Caleb at the beginning of that episode in the, uh, in the overcoat talking about how cold it is. Yeah. Sandy's like, it's 50 degrees in December. This yeah. ain't cold. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Sandy. my blood is thinned. Oh, maybe you got ice in your veins. Yeah. Sandy's from New York. Um, he's from the Bronx that's right um, cool you got anything else about the episode nah man fuck them kids fuck them kids alright well uh, you can check us out online at uh, I only like their old stuff dot com or iolts dot com at our shitty website you can find us on Spotify and sometimes other places too or you can email us I only like their old stuff at gmail dot com you got anything else to uh, say or add or plug or anything groove no nah, man i'm excited for i'm excited for the next episode yeah i want to see how it gets followed up here and so we'll we shall see let's let's be real clear i'm excited for the, the next episode of the oc not the next episode of our yeah OS. for sure yeah never look forward to that all right well i guess we out <clears throat>